the art of everything fridays 7 to 9 pm It is uh, Pluto, DJ Clark featuring Beatenberg right there. And of course, uh, going back to back with Liquid Deep with Welcome On Board. Uh, Jamiro Kwai coming through with Little L. I promise you, sometimes we just get the combos to communicate in just the most beautiful way. Uh, sonically, it just makes so much sense, right? The three play just made so much sense. <laughs> Um, I guess in studio, nodding in agreement. Absolutely love it. Uh, we've got Kopano Cohen, who is a South African executive producer and, of course, a creative within the television space uh, close to two decades now. Yep. <laughs> now you know how old I am. That's it. <laughs> It's okay. All the best minds are grown and sexy. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> All of them. I mean, it makes you well placed to, you know, come. And by the way, I appreciate you coming in here yep. to talk about, you know, what's on the programming for 2023. Yeah. I feel like we could have just done this on the phone. You must know, I, I'm usually asleep by nine. Really? But I'm just like, this year, I'm actually going to push myself to do stuff and not be that person who wants to be passed out by nine. I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to drive there and right? I'm going to be there. And I'm Put on lipstick and earrings. Girl, and <laughs> the whole, the whole thing. I'm committed <laughs> to this thing. I'm here first. <laughs> so, I mean, we are so spoiled for choice mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, anything viewing. Sure. I think South Africans right now are really sitting pretty. We are. We have every kind of streaming service. We do. We have every kind of digital. We, we have everything. You, you literally, because it's on the internet, Yeah. you can access any kind of content you want. It's a smoker's board, as they say. Right. Um, and uh, I think with these OTTs arriving, that kind of elevated the space for pay TV. And I mean, obviously, you still have SABC and we have E yeah. TV. But now you've got like all these OTTs that are here. And um, so I... I am a comp- like compulsive watch- watcher of content because you gotta <laughs> you kind of have to know what's happening of in course. the industry. Yes. So that's how this kind of you know I then you know f- whittle it down and say what kind of theme are we looking at and what are we seeing. And I think actually interestingly January seems to be a girl power month. Really? Yeah, there seems to be content coming through that's very female centric, um, all the way from Show Max to even um, One Magic with the Real Housewives of Kaibeha <laughs> arriving. So I think interestingly as I was putting this together, I was like, oh look, there's a girl power theme forming. So yeah, that's <laughs> I, how. I love it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are very excited about the sort of continued growth of this Housewives franchise. Franchise in the country. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't see it coming. I thought maybe we'd have one. Now we've got Housewives of Pretoria. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, so. Typically, when a show is able to get and retain the female viewership, yeah, which is typically for for pay TV channels, the fifty one percent kind of thing. Mm. Um, you if you can get the female viewers locked into a format, then you can end up where Housewives really is right now. Mm. And I I I really like every character that they kind of bring in, and I like the idea of. South African women who are out there and on these platforms and they're always so beautiful and so interesting and so for me every single one of these franchises has been something interesting and fun and I'm excited to see this one starting on the 1st of Feb um, on, on, on One Magic I think that'll usually repeat on Zanzi Magic after that yeah. so yeah, yeah lovely on top of that yes. we have on the OTT services Showmax has this interesting new series called Run the World so I'm obsessed with ensemble cast but black female I'm uh-huh. obsessed with anything that's got like four black women or like, <laughs> like you know, and like 
Sex on the City, but with black women. That's like my my favorite, right? <laughs> and this is exactly what Run the World is. It's in its first season on Showmax from the 27th of January. And it follows black women who work, live, and play in Harlem. And they're funny, and it's light, and it's just like, it's got love. It's got all the stuff that, that we women like to see on, mm. a, on a show. And it's really funny. And, you know, some of the, the, the actresses on there, Erica Alexandra is somebody who's coming through quite strong. She's been in Shining Girls, um, and she's one outstanding guest actress in a comedy at the Black Wheel Awards. So she's an interesting new talent. And yeah, so we've got that coming through from Showmax. Um, Showmax also has something that I absolutely am excited about, what? which is called The First Lady. Oh, and yes. it's a reframing of American leadership through the, the lens of the First Lady. So it follows three First Ladies and it goes in and out of the East, the east Wing of the, of the White House, um, where some of history's most impactful decisions have been made. And it kind of follows the women who stand behind the man, right? Mm. Um, and so... Um, uh, Viola Davis is playing Michelle Obama. Did, did she get slack on social media? She for did. She it did, and I haven't seen this thing right. And I was like, I'm not even going to look at the the clip because <laughs> I want to. I want to really get in this thing, and I don't want people to mess with me. So it is 23rd of January on Showmax. <laughs> Have a look. Maybe you guys on social media will be like, this is trash. But I like the idea of the the, the White House through the female perspective. Mm. And obviously, Viola Davis has never disappointed me in any role she's been in. Yeah, I'm a fan girl, fan girl. So again, girl power. So we've got two Showmax shows. Um, that are, you know, very female-centric. So between that and Real Housewives, if you're looking for female content, you're good for this channel. Yeah. I think a lot of people just didn't like what the lip, the lip thing. Like, <laughs> I know people kept commenting about just like the lip thing. I wonder how Michelle felt about the lip thing. I'm sure they're friends. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, but I've, I've often wanted, and I'm, I'm just being frivolous and shady now. I've often wanted, I'm all for, you know, natural aesthetic beauty and loving yourself the way you are. Yeah. But over the years, I've thought, but Michelle, why is Oprah not telling you to fix your teeth? How my words? Because you know how Oprah is a big proponent about that. Oprah's no. always been like, the minute you get rich, you must fix Really? <laughs> I don't know about I don't know that about Oprah. She's the same I don't like know that about on Oprah. the Oprah show. Like she's like the minute you get rich you must fix your oh, teeth. My word. You know and what so <laughs> what is up with Michelle's teeth? I, I mean, I'm just being shady, guys. Lord, but they, they just you, Now you're going to start looking at Michelle differently. <laughs> I am. I'm going to be like, I need to see what's happening with these teeth. I, and I am a teeth person. When I meet people, I'm like, how are the teeth? <laughs> but I, yeah, I haven't noticed that. I'm maybe it's because I'm just obsessed with with both Viola and Michelle yeah. that I'm just like I don't really care what they look like. Yes, they're no, they're no. like they're important. Yes, right? no, absolutely. Um, but I am going to look at <laughs> Michelle's teeth after this. Great. So yeah. So um, maybe just to help in terms of getting people into the real house as of Kabeja, I want to yeah. talk about the characters. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the ladies. Who are they? Okay. So there's someone called Liz, who's a dedicated mom and socialite who loves mm -hmm. jogging, um, and she's um, got a bubbly exterior. They say, and her heart <laughs> might be in the right place, but her words land her in hot water. So that's interesting. <laughs> There's Unati Faku, who's a self-proclaimed Kabeja royalty. Okay. No shrinking violet. Successful <laughs> salon owner, the wife of the city's former mayor. Oh. Uh, comfortable in the public eye. Then there's Ashley Mather, um, sweetheart of the group. Fresh-faced Ashley is the wife and mom who works in the fabulous, fast-paced fashion industry. Don't be fooled. While she might be unassuming, she's no pushover. Wow, I love how they wrote these. Right? <laughs> now you're really just like, oh my gosh, these characters. And okay. I'm like, all this is happening 
Can you believe it? It really is. Norma Nicole, career-focused and fierce. Um, she's running things at an events planning company, the Nelson Mandela Stadium, uh, Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, okay. dedicated wife and mom. And then there's Bully Jingomane, in-demand MC. I do know about Bully. She's a high-end events planner, brand okay. ambassador, former Idols essay contestant, oh, okay. award-winning businesswoman. So oh. the, the ladies are, yeah, they're coming through strong, I think, on, on Klebeka. So let's see how the drama unfolds uh, as we... We, we talk about, we, 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 we unpack their lives and their, I mean, I'm like, how are you a housewife? Most of them are like so, like so many jobs. A lot and of people like, were asking this on, on social media. And I think a lot, there's two questions that people ask about these housewife franchises. Yeah. Are you a housewife if like you were divorced, <laughs> number one, and you're working? Okay, from the person. Okay, okay. So you now know, you're single. In now essence. you're single yeah. in essence. Um, and also, uh, uh, there's a misconception that they need to be rich. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people follow the international yes, one, especially Beverly yes, Hills. Yes, in Orange County. You know, where yes. there's lots of opulence, lots of money flying yes. around there. But you're just like, they never said rich housewives. They just said the housewives. I think opulence and sort of luxury um, brings people in on a, on a level of like... Um, and I'm trying to figure out the phrase that we use in TV now. I've lost it because it's, cause it's 9.30 or whatever it is. But um, aspirational TV works, right? Mm-hmm. So people come in for the aspirational element. That's why it's like um, you hope that the woman can kind of bring it in terms of that. Mm. But I think, you know, uh, I don't know about the, the ones that are now single. Mm-hmm. I know what happens when you're trying to put together a reality show and yes. you've got certain parameters. They must live here. They must be this age. Sometimes, you know, you just have to, if the character is really good, you can bring in somebody who's not necessarily, necessarily a housewife, you mm. know. But if she's been a housewife, maybe she's, you know, she's got the street cred. I don't know. But as I'm saying, I'm excited to see these women because I want to see the dynamic between them. Mm. And I want to see those dramatic moments that get created in reality TV. And I want to see, and apparently more and more women are going to join. So it's not just like yeah. these five. As we go, there'll be more characters joining. Uh, it's a way to kind of get into Kabeha High Society. Why not? I guess. Why, why not? not? So then I've got to ask you, Kupane, someone yeah. who's, you know, who works in television yeah. uh, from a production perspective, you're yeah. privy to knowledge. Of the right. Do you even watch reality shows the oh. same way we do? Uh, no, I don't watch it like you. Yeah. Um, because I'm usually looking for elements that I want to put in my shows. I'm looking at things that I'm, I I might have overlooked. And, oh, look how they did it here. Mm. You also win it international formats and you're a creator of local formats like we are at Connect TV. You're trying to find ways to bring that in without huge budgets that we don't have. Yeah. So I don't usually watch unscripted. So I don't watch mm. reality the same. But scripted dramas and movies, I think I do watch as a typical viewer. I think okay. I do. A bit critical on the technical, but I think um, I, I, I want to enjoy TV. I don't want to sit there and all the time be working. So it's different with reality because I'm in the reality space. Yeah. I think that would be my response. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. I completely get it. I mean, I think I, I, can, I just watch it because when, when you know a little bit about the world of TV making yeah. and, and, you know, like you initially you want to get into the reality and you're like, why is Nini? Yeah, yeah. And then inside of you, you go, oh, that's all I'll put on. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it's an edit moment. Yeah, it's or an edit moment. It's yes, a, yeah. just created through the use of music and slow motion. <laughs> right, and, yeah. But you can still enjoy it. Come on. I mean, in this country, reality is big, you know. I, I, yeah, I know. We, we're I still know. out here. I must say, I mean, I, I enjoyed, uh, what was it? Young, African and yeah. fabulous. Young, fabulous and African. Young, African and famous. Young, yeah. Because young. we want to we keep putting rich there. Young, famous and African. That's yes. it. Young, yeah. famous and African. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I was on the phone with all of them. I was calling naked, going, "Why are you lying?" 
<laughs> well, you know, um, we need to create these moments else. You know, you need talkability. Um, <laughs> I actually should ask because a good friend of mine was the showrunner and then the technical director. A bit about like what, because what, I, I thought those people really were that dramatic, except Naked. Naked, I was a bit like, <laughs> wow, I didn't know that about you. Really? I thought Nadia Nakai is that. Yeah, and yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, Kangin Bao, come on. Oh, but yes, yeah, she was. I think everyone else seemed to really live in that world easily, that dramatic, yeah. you know. But I mean, hey, people are multifaceted. I guess. You. The problem is we know too much. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into what yes. you can go watch at the cinema now that oh, we've yes. been through all your, your, you know, the small screen, the big screen. James Cameron's Avatar is back for a second round. I don't know if you enjoyed the first one. I can't remember it except to, like, it was blue people. It really is interesting <laughs> as an allegory, right? If you get okay. past the blue people, right? <laughs> Even in the first, like, iteration of the movie, it is about this um, planet. And people who come on there as colonizers, basically. The human beings come on there, they find stuff that they want to dig up. And the, the blue people are the original inhabitants, uh-huh. you know. So the story is very, has been, you know, I mean, it's happened all over this world in Africa, mm. the Native Americans. And, and, and so I think it is just an allegory for for that idea that certain races could come or people come on and because they want something from a certain planet mm. and how the people fight back and how the people who are human will then join that fight because justice, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. But for me, right, technically speaking, James Cameron, and my, my one of my friends, Linda, watched it and she was like, wow, James Cameron has really, really lost it this time. I hated that <laughs> movie. That storyline has been rehashed and now it's just about blue people who live in water instead of you know, the ones that... But I take thought technically it was just an absolutely beautiful movie. James okay. Cameron wants you to believe in this world and I think he is successful, right? Mm. That he you can believe that alien in these aliens that human can defeat time traveling cyborgs. <laughs> you believe the world that he creates. And I I came in and I watched this with my daughter. It was almost three hours. Mm-hmm. She watched the whole thing, which is always a good litmus test for me in yeah. terms of attention. So <laughs> if you are a fan of Cameron or if you just like a sci-fi fan, go check it out if you like the first one. I say give it a go. I mean, like it's fun. Not everything has to be that serious. And Not true. if people are able to create new worlds and New, new universes, entire new languages, right? Why not? Why not engage in, you know, James Cameron's fun? That's what I, I think about Avatar. So go, it's on at the cinemas right now, right? Okay. Well, I mean, we'll check it out for James Cameron. Please and what's do. her name? Is she reprising the role of Yes, the she is. She okay. is. She is. So um, she is still Neytiri. Um, and um, mm, so come on, guys, just go and have fun. <laughs> go watch Zoe Saldana um, and enjoy yourselves. The last thing I have for you, the last thing I have for you, yes. there's a platform that people really don't talk about much in this country called Britbox. I've always been a fan of BBC content, British okay. content, mm-hmm. because I think the, the actors are good. They're not, yes, no, they're not as good television. looking, they're not as glamorous, but they deliver. Actors like UK actors deliver, right? Best television. I say the Brits make the best television and the, the Americans just adapted and market better absolutely and it's not because it's not as big budgets yeah. people actually have to perform yeah. and i am a fan of british content because my father was a fan and he used to watch like all of those old faulty towers I and all of that towers. funny or okay Basil. yes so that was how my my dad brought us into this sort of love of bbc so Britbox is uh the ott service for bbc it's got oh. all the old library stuff new oh. stuff i'm a fan of true crime i listen to even true crime podcasts there's they bring new true crime series all the time that are well executed and the actors are really good there's one called grace it's a detective drama on britbox you'll be able to watch uh, from the 12th of january i think that was that yesterday or today girl uh, yesterday and it's it's got um it's it's, it's a draw the drama opens with this you know 
cop who's at career who's at career rock bottom but there's all these interesting themes about the occult and all kinds of other things in this investigation that they're in it's compelling it's fast-paced it's a great detective drama the screenwriter russell lewis is one of my favorite i loved his other series endeavor so if you have Redbox, if you really or if you're interested in looking at even the library of old bbc stuff mm. Definitely get Britbox. It's, I think it's only 99 Rand a month. I think it's really? one of the cheaper OTT services. Okay. And really have a look at that because I, I find so much great, cute stuff to watch there. Yeah. Check out Grace if you're a lover of, of, of a good cop drama. Um, but other than that, there's a huge catalog you can look at. I'm definitely going to see it. Because, I mean, I was thank, thinking with my friends the other day that uh, we should do uh, a Faulty Towers and uh, what was her name? Mrs. Bouquet. Um uh, no, it's not bucket. It's bouquet. Oh, I remember uh, her. Um, it's um, um, something about the neighbors keeping up with the keeping up. With I the forget neighbors. the title. Keeping up appearances. Like was that it? Called keeping up appearances. One of oh, my yes. favorites. Oh, I, I love her. I watch that when I'm having a bad. Right? Yeah. So yes. Higher sense. She was the worst, but really funny and perfectly timed, and they deliver every episode. It's like, how do they do it? Right. Right. So please, like, if you're a fan. You're the right person. Get some BritBox in <laughs> your life. I'm getting BritBox just for cool. that. Copano, cool. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate you coming through. It was Excellent. quite a delight. I hope it won't be the first, like the last time. Yeah, let's have fun. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you in on whatever I'm watching. Oh, fantastic. And I'm going to go look at Michelle's teeth now. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for ruining Michelle for me. Yes, yes. We can never ruin Michelle <laughs> for anybody. No chance. Uh, that was Copano Cohen giving us a rundown of what to expect in 2023. We're going to take a quick break and then we come back and wrap up the content part of the show